Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. From Obama to Trump to Biden, the fight over the fate of Bristol Bay, Alaska, has raged on for more than a decade. The bay is home to something environmentalists and natives want to protect, sockeye salmon fisheries, which are critical to the region's economy and environment. But the area also sits on top of something one company, Pebble Limited Partnership, has long wanted to extract, massive copper and gold deposits. In fact, they plan to build a project called Pebble Mine in Bristol Bay to extract those minerals. But those plans have been frozen since the Trump administration. And now, Pebble Mine might be effectively dead as the Biden administration announced new legal protections for the Bay this week. So today, I chat with Politico's Alex Guillen about the latest with Bristol Bay and Pebble Mine and what the Biden EPA is proposing. It's Thursday, May 26th. So, Alex, how is the Biden administration legally rationalizing its decision protecting Bristol Bay and effectively blocking Pebble Mine? So they're saying, and this really echoes what the Obama EPA said in 2014 and then never got finalized. EPA is once again saying that they have studied the region and have determined that really anything like a large scale mining operation like Pebble Mine in that region would do too much damage to key waterways that are used by salmon, which of course swim upstream to spawn. A big mining operation like this, what they do is they dump the dredge and discharge into waterways, essentially, and these are federally protected waters. And that would destroy several miles of key waterways and several different watersheds. And that would be a significant threat to the Bristol Bay salmon fishery which is a huge multi-billion dollar economic engine for the area. It's big with commercial fishermen. It's big with anglers and recreational fishermen. It's critical for subsistence fishing for natives that live in the area. And so EPA is saying they have taken another look at the science now, especially as it's been informed by the specific mining plan put forth by Pebble Mines developers and said there's no way they would allow that specific mining plan or anything close to it in that region. Right. So on another aspect of this, so we've seen the the developer bring this up, that Pebble Mine would have provided a lot of copper in particular, and demand for copper we know is expected to accelerate because of its use in clean energy technologies. So are Biden officials explaining how this particular decision kind of fits into his interest in also, you know, ramping up U.S. mining and processing of minerals like this. Yeah, the Pebble Mine developers have been arguing for at least a decade now that anyone who's opposing development of their mine, which there's a lot of copper there, there's a lot of gold, there's molybdenum, there's some other key minerals and, and metals in there. They're saying that those are, if anyone opposes mining that stuff, it means that they're opposing expanding renewable energy build outs and new transmission lines, all of which is critical for the Biden administration's climate goals. I think ultimately this is just an example of other considerations weighing in here. And this is just essentially too pristine an area to mine and do this to. 
you know, I, I think the Biden administration doesn't harp on this too much, but I think there are a lot of other sources where we can get copper and these other metals. And so it would be a large mine for sure, but it is not the only one in the world. So that argument does not seem to be stopping the Biden administration here. Right. So take us back a little. I remember the Trump administration had a complicated history with Pebble Mine. They eventually flip-flop late in their term to protect it. Does this latest move by Biden actually change anything? Yeah, that decision in late 2020, I think, came as a shock to a lot of people when the Army Corps denied the permits that Pebble would need in order to move forward. The Trump administration was obviously very pro-mining in general. And so when they came to the decision, I think it did surprise a lot of people. Of course, as uh, Zach Coleman and I reported at the time, a huge, huge factor in, in this was prominent conservative fishermen who do so recreationally. Few of the really influential ones managed to whisper into President Trump's ear, the most high profile one, of course, being Don Trump Jr., the Pebble Mine developers are administratively appealing that before the Army Corps right now. So that is in behind closed doors appeal process. That is still ongoing and probably will be for the foreseeable future, given the complexity and, and high profile nature of this project. Democrats and environmentalists and anyone else who opposes the mine have been urging EPA to do this for a while, just in part because it would ultimately sort of be like the final nail in the coffin and it precludes any chance that the Army Corps could change its mind or that a court could change something about how the Army Corps decided it. I'm sure there will be a legal challenge or something to this if EPA does finalize its decision, but it would just make it that much more difficult to change course and somehow move forward with this mine in the future. EPA has rarely used this veto power, and in the last 30 years, EPA has only used its veto power twice. But that's sort of where we're headed roughly in that direction, which I think just goes to show two things. Number one, this has been a long-running contentious project in the area, and then also just the unique ecological issues in the area and the need for special conservation measures. Also, on Wednesday, ExxonMobil shareholders voted to require the oil giant to conduct a climate stress test. That would entail requiring Exxon to examine how its business and finances would fare if governments implemented policies bringing greenhouse gas emissions to net zero by 2050. Exxon and other oil companies are experiencing continued pressure from investors to lay out in greater detail how the fight against climate change will affect their businesses and possibly make some of their assets less valuable. The vote once again shows Exxon management losing shareholder votes on climate policies the company has long opposed. Last year, the company lost a battle against climate-minded executives winning seats on its board of directors. But Exxon shareholders did reject efforts to force the company to publish a plan to reduce its Scope 3 emissions in a list of contributions to political candidates made either directly or via trade associations. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production? 
to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.